So, uh, uh, when you guys are doing the turnover, uh, can you show us this on the process, like how it's being handled, and usually how long of the time frame that you're allowing us to do, you know, clean up and make ready? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as soon as the tenant moves out, um, we will go ahead and open up our turnover work order internally. Um, especially if we know they're moving out in advance, we're preparing in advance and we'll send that to our team to scope the property. We try to be out within the property in three days maximum. It just depends on how many people, you know, move out. Of course, there's a mass move out at the end of the month. So we'll send out our team to walk the property and we create a scope of work. We will send that over to the owner to approve or deny. If the owners want to do their own turnover, they can complete a whole entire turnover process. But we have a system in place to make it a fast process for a turnover where they can look at our scope, they can approve and submit funds, and we start the work immediately with our certified vendors. So licensed insured vendors that we have on staff and we have multiple in each area to keep up with the demand. Um, Timeframes for turn, it'll depend on what the home's like. Um, a general turn can you know, be the normal one to two weeks, um, just depending on what needs to be done. Um, if it's just a quick cleanup and paint, maximum of seven days between getting the approval doing the property, confirming it's rent ready, you know, of the whole entire process. Um, so it will just depend. And we let the owner know in advance the scope of work and the projected timeframe so they know how long to project that property will be vacant. Mm -hmm. And then once we get to, you know, a week or two, um, we will pre-market the property for the owner. That way we're still generating interest while we're finishing up the turnover. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, because uh, turnover is certainly, you know, uh, what, People need to be careful, especially this year, right? Um, we, you know, a lot of people are foreseeing, you know, the uh, tenant shift. Basically, class A is going to move to class B, and class mm -hmm. B is going to move to class C. Um, so, you know, these kind of transition can really create a lot of potential, uh, you know, instability and whatnot, right? So, guys, if you if you are, if you are listening to our podcast right now, Becky is uh, expert. Uh, managing, you know, uh, rental properties, and you know how how should see the market, and and how should handle the the uh, portfolio you know, or, or the rental properties, are, are are really a big lessons for all our fellows investor, right? How we uh, should pre market like what uh, Becky has said, and also, you know, uh, in terms of time frame, how you control, you know, when you should do what. It's really all prop like project management. You know uh, expertise so becky again uh, thanks a lot for sharing, sharing those information with us uh when we come back we want to talk more about um what investor can do um specifically uh right now if you own one two three or tens or however numbers of rental um are you using a property management what are the property managements um you know operating for your uh you know portfolio what are they not doing Right. And what you can tell them to do or what you can, you know, put into the, the uh, you know, future work. Um, those are the, the topic we want to touch on in the next section. So when we come back. We'll dive deep on that topic. We'll be right back. Thanks for coming back. Uh, you're, you're listening to MIT podcast. Today we have uh, Becky um, here sharing a lot of great, val invaluable um, lessons on how we should properly, you know, uh, manage property, you know, our rental properties. Uh, Becky, how do you see, you know, uh, in terms of the actual action item that the investor can can take on really to optimize their uh, ROI? Yeah, 
Yeah, so, um, you know, number one thing I would say is to optimize, I would highly consider a property management company. Um, you know, some people do have a preference to manage on their own, but um, a property management company, they have the processes, they have, they know the law, they know exactly what to do, they have all the resources. It's going to save a lot of time um, because you have a dedicated person to send the three days, send the seven days, check the law, and uh, make sure they have the vendors in place, make sure that they're certified. Um, you know, any legal notices, the agreements, um, you know, that's a huge recommendation that I have. Um, and, you know, talk to that property management company, make sure that they work for you, have that communication um, and see, you know, what their values are compared to yours. Um, you know, every property management company can manage a property. It's just, you know, knowing exactly what to expect and asking those questions in the beginning. Um, that way you're fully prepared for, you know, how you'll get communication on maintenance issues, tenant issues, renewals, anything such as that. Um, and, you know, when you are managing a property, whether it's with a property management company or yourself, um, the biggest thing I recommend is communication. So whether it's a management company with the owner or if you're an owner with a tenant, um, that's the best way to keep a tenant um, is communicate with them effectively, making sure that they are happy. Um, on our side, I'd rather tell an owner of a situation um, immediately and let them know that I don't have all the answers right now, but this is the situation that happened. Maybe it flooded or the house burned down, whatever happened. Um, we know the horror stories, right? But um, just so the owner yeah. understands that we're aware this is happening. I just want to give you a heads up and we're going to get you the information how to fix this in the next steps. Um, you know, it, it's not that we're creating the problem, but we're presenting the problems and letting you know what to expect. And that's a huge thing that, you know, I like to do and my team does as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, communication is certainly a, a, a big, big, uh, you know, the things that, that we, sh we all should focus on. Uh, Becky, is there is there an uh, example that you can share with us on, you know, say one of the, uh, you know, tenant that you manage or something and communication help help you resolve that uh, potential, you know, he headaches or potential issue that can, you know, um, potentially be bigger than, than it should be? Yeah, so, you know, there's numerous stories that I have for this. Um, you know, one example is sometimes for tenants, certain issues hit different than another. So um, even if it's something small as a maintenance issue for, you know, the trimming is, you know, has a huge problem and has a bad presence and, and they really need this resolved and communicating with the owner on that to see if that's something they want to upgrade or allow, um, really small things like that can create the rapport with the tenant to show we care. You know, we didn't just take what you said and discarded it and said, we don't care. That's paint. I don't care. We said, okay, well, let us ask. It doesn't hurt to ask and to see if they, you know, want to review that uh, and move forward. Um, same thing for if tenants are asking for a fence. Sometimes they want to purchase their own fence for their dog so they don't have to worry about the streets. And we go to the owner, A, that is great for the owner if they're going to buy the fence and put it in. I definitely want to offer that the option and let the tenant know that I care and that I'm asking. Um, mm -hmm. So another example would be for renewal. If the tenant's reaching out saying, hey, I really want to stay in the property, but I can't afford $200 more, but I can't afford 75. And I'd love to stay in this home. I take that. I go back to the owner. My property managers go back to the owner because a we're avoiding a turnover and we want to make sure that we have that communication. So something like that can save a tenant's tenancy and um, let them know that we understand. And, you know, we may go back with the counter, but we're having clear expectations on what the tenant's saying, what they can and can't do. That way we're not setting up the owner for an eviction. So I obviously mm -hmm. wouldn't want them to sign that renewal at $300 because they can't 
pay it and we don't want that to happen right right so uh so not just communication to the tenant but also communication to a landlord or the investor right so what what are the level of uh caution that you would come back to the to the owner and what are the issue that you guys would just execute Um, how did you guys set the boundary yeah so any questions for you know reducing rent or waiving late fees we don't bother the owner with anything for that so we have the lease agreement to back us up and we know the fees just because they didn't pay on time we're not going to waive it we won't bother the owner with that um it's anything we go to the owner if we know it's a potential of a problem that way we can ensure that they know and if it's affecting their income or you know more expenses so we make sure that they understand um also in the beginning we have that communication with the owner to know do they want to be more passive or not if they want less communication we'll give less communication if they want more we'll do more so we normally know our owners and what they expect to hear so for example in the cosmetic case i said earlier if i know that owner and he's denied the five pass and he said hey this is something i'll never move forward with that's something that I know how to answer ahead of time and I wouldn't bother that owner for. Um, but it just depends case by case on what they need. But definitely any rent renewals, um, anything such as that, maintenance requests, they don't have to deal with anything with that for the tenant. We handle that. We know when to take care of it. We know when to jump in for emergencies. Awesome. So, uh, Becky, if, say, someone, uh, you know, one, one of the audience, uh, you know, uh, wanted to work with you guys, how can they find you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, suncoastrentals.com is our website, and there is a page on there for onboarding a unit with us. Uh, We do have an investor relations manager that can answer any questions. Um, We can comp your property if it's currently vacant, let you know what the rent rate will be, um, and, you know, answer any questions that you have. So that's the best way to reach us. Um, Or calling our main number, um, which is 904-517-5939. And, um, you know, we'll connect you with our representatives in order to talk about management. Uh, and Becky, I'm, I'm aware that you guys uh, do a lot of bill for rent. Mm-hmm. Um, does investor need to buy a house to be able to have you guys manage your property? Or no, nope, they do not. Yep. Um, as long as it's in a managed area that we have to ensure that we have the vendor base to handle any issues that occur, um, we can manage the property. So we'll look at the property, ensure it's in our area and that we can manage it and move forward. Um, you know, and it doesn't matter how old it is either. Um, of course, the property has to be in livable condition. If not, we'll help you get it to livable condition um, in order to start the tenancy. Right. And you guys are mainly located in Jacksonville. So um, any investor, you know, having properties in Jacksonville area, uh, feel free to reach out to Becky and, you know, Suncoast. Um I was able to, uh, you know, meet with not not only Becky but also a lot of people in the team, and to be honest, personally, I was really uh, interested to work with them. You know, if I have a property there in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, they have been extremely uh, responsive, and you know, uh, no matter how small the question is, they will answer, and uh, really get to a level that you you feel comfortable. Uh, I mean, comfortable and confident to work with them. Uh, Becky, is there any uh, final word that you would like to share with our audience? Um, yeah, so we actually, we manage more than Jacksonville as well. So I just want to make sure everybody knows that we have, we manage around Atlanta, uh, Georgia, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Palm Coast, Ocala, um, you know, Southwest Florida. So we do have numerous markets. 
if you don't know if we manage it, just let us know the property. We can check um, and answer any questions that you have. So we're willing to go over the property, um, what we can do, um, what you can expect, and anything else. Um, we're happy to, to help with any questions. Awesome. Becky, thanks again. Uh, I really appreciate you coming to our podcast and uh, all the lessons and advice that you provide to our audience. Thanks again, and uh, I really, really appreciate your time. Uh, and guys, if you are not looking into the operation right now, this is a time to review and basically talk to your property management and see if they are really doing their, their job or not. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in to our, our podcast today. See you in the next one.